0: What's up, everybody? This is NBA at the Bar, and we're your host. I'm T.A. And it's G. Money. <laughs> and we are ready to get it popping. Yes, Ready indeed. to get it cracking with you. Hey, and we're being brought to you by ATB Media Network. And uh, so excited to have all of our, our new viewers. You know, as we continue to get through this season, we're always picking up new viewers every single day. And just want to say hello. What's going on? Please interact with us. I need you to do me a quick favor. I need you to like download and subscribe to be a part of this goodness that Mm -hmm. we bring you every single week and and talking about some goodness that we have every single week we got some goodness that we sipping on every single week yes indeed for me i'm sipping on domain, some french Award winning yak that most of y'all don't know about, but I be putting y'all up on game. And G Money, what you sipping on?
1: You know what? And I'm drinking on this shell dag. Okay. Award winning shell on. dag. I would
0: encourage y'all to go find that shell dag because I don't even like that blended scotch deal. That's your dad. Well, no, 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 oh.
1: sir. Let me, cu- au contraire, frere, in your <laughs> Frenchness, okay? This is single-mode, okay? We're getting fancy today.
0: <laughs> He's getting fancy today. Like his jacket. Show this is this is a, This is a fancy mamma jamma uh, right here. Uh, yeah, well, you Home know. Grown. Yeah, well, yes. you know, I
1: had to uh, get jazzy for the new year.
0: Uh, get jazzy. Speaking of jazzy, we're going to talk about some jazzy
1: a little bit later. I think we are. We might do that, yeah.
0: But you know what? As... We jump into this this episode, you know, um, this NBA season is long, right? Yep. And so many things happen. And so we saw this season start off with John Morant not being available. Yep. Then we got this chance to see him after 25 games come in and take the league by storm and just absolutely crush A First game back, hits the game winner. And, and you saw this team playing at a different level, yep. a different a heightened urgency and excitement that they were yep. playing with. Crush the Lakers. And then you, you saw, you're like, the question was, oh, my God, is this team going to sit over here and make a run and, and get back into that playoff hunt? And, it, you know, they had lost so many games earlier, like, uh, but we felt good that with Ja Morant there, super Ja, that he was going to be able to do it.
1: Yeah. And then. Got Unfortunately, hurt. Unfortunately, what happened? That's he got horrible hurt. in practice, bruh. Like, I I know he's devastated by that. Um, certainly, this is going to be something to where, you know, you can imagine that he's going to refocus and be even more on fire next year because next mm-hmm. year will be a clean slate. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be real disappointing.
0: It it definitely has to be real disappointing. What's crazy is, is I experienced that same type of injury um, in practice it actually was the shoot around before a game uh, while I was in college and you know messing around and you're sitting over here I could jump out the gym not quite like John ja Morant but I could jump out the gym as you know yeah as yeah, you remember yeah, yeah. You, you had and a couple so I, of I dunks take off life. and sit over and try to do some crazy dunk and got hung mm. and tore my
1: shoulder up and, and for those who don't who have not been paying attention to the internet John ja Morant tore his rotator cuff I believe correct. that's what it was mm-hmm. so Newsflash, okay, you're hearing it here. If you ain't heard it on every other network, okay, <laughs> Torres Rotator Cup gone for the year. I, I think is.
0: anybody listening to the, to this podcast that follows basketball pretty closely and recognizes that, it, yeah, that he yeah. got hurt. Unfortunately, it was
1: unfortunate.
0: But it's so funny how things happen, you know, in mm-hmm. life, and you have to sit over and find the the the, the, the silver lining in it. And, yep. I, and I believe that there is a silver lining for this team. And I think that the, the biggest silver lining is, is that this team is not gonna perform well this year. There's no chance for them to get into the playoffs. Um, and they're gonna get a very advantageous uh, pick in next year's draft. And so when you look at this team, when, when Adams is back off of injury, Ja is back off of injury, and then um, unbeknownst to them, they're gonna have a high draft pick mm. to sit over here and couple with that mix. They can, They literally are going to be in a position to fill the one weakness, the one um, um, low spot that they have in, in, in their team. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited for them because even though they have to deal with a, a, a challenging and brutal year this year, they're going to be able to sit over and make up for that in Spain. So next year, for all of you, they play and gamble a little bit. My encouragement would be put a playoff, um, you know, Memphis makes the playoffs put one of those tickets in and it should be plus money or or almost even money where you could double up. But you know Memphis is going to come out like gangbusters next year.
1: Mm. Hmm I I will be let's say on the neutral end of that just because of how difficult the West is but I agree with you in principle. They will obviously be better next year. Um, it, It is a devastating injury now. In terms of this season, um, it, it all really, to me, it falls on people with leadership qualities that are on that team. So, to me, the way that their season is going to end is really, to me, solely predicated on Marcus Smart and Bang. Okay. Uh, those two individuals are going to have to really just, you know, just – put on their workmen boots and like and say and we're not going to allow ourselves to degrade or erode to below the standard. We need to establish this is the standard of our team and then have everybody else come along with them. Um, But do we expect them to lose? Hell yeah, Uh, because what I mean, I just
0: can't even fathom you thinking that this team could do well after Jaw's gotten re-injured when they couldn't do anything in the first 25 games. This is a a, a cellar-dwelling team for this particular year. Yeah. Not in general, not overall, but in this particular year with Jaw with Adams out, the team is done. Now, again, what I look at is the team is going to get a high pick, and what type of moves can they make in the offseason to bolster this team just a little bit? But you got to remember, this is a phenomenal team. This was a team that last year was, I believe, the third – um uh, third seed in the uh
1: playoffs. They, they might have been. I third mean, or the fourth I, seed, I, I can't I, remember
0: which one. But it was a high seed. This was a yeah. team that could possibly challenge a Denver or, you know, any of those high um high seed. They were teams they were probably for the, for the third I think
1: they were the third seed. Yeah. And the reason why I know that is because they lost to the seventh seed, which was the Lakers in the first round. And, and Mm -hmm. the Lakers were Mm -hmm. the seven seed Mm through the play in Mm -hmm. extravaganza Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they, they solidified the seven seed and we beat them, uh, I think it was like four to one. Yeah. And so that means that they were the third seed. So yes, you're right. That team has talent. They, they, they are, let's say viable, no doubt the, this year. Uh, the reason why I even bring up those guys is because this is almost about like the the mentality of the team overall. So when you got guys like Roby and 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 the, I think it was his name Zirman anyway Zirman the, the uh, Conchar I mean, Zierman, yeah. they they have guys on their team that just need to understand that this is you're in the business of basketball and you guys need to perform and put. Um, you know, it's almost like a football analogy. You you know, you need to put good film on, so that they need to perform at a high level. And guess what? Whether or not Marcus Smart gets traded or not, Marcus Smart needs to put good film out there, so he needs to perform at a high level. And that's the new challenge for them. Are they are they going to be a playoff team? Nah. Are they going to be a playing team? Maybe. No. But sorry, it's but not. but I it's not like I'm holding my breath on it.
0: Now, what I like about what you're saying is that is that thought process of putting good tape on. But I don't look at it in terms of putting good tape on because you want to do that for other teams. What I look about, what I look for this team is, is players that normally wouldn't play, having the opportunity to play and yeah. get really into that Yeah, they system. got a couple dudes. Giles, right. Get into that system so when you add these dynamic players back next year, when you add a a, a, a a high um first round pick um mm-hmm. into the mix that you have these other players that haven't been rotting on the bench mm-hmm. that have had the opportunity to have some some highlights have mm-hmm. some great games get uh, truly comfortable uh, within the system and so they can be heavy contributors off the bench next year.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and maybe they will even challenge whoever that first-round draft pick is to say, hey, you just not guaranteed these minutes. I'm, I'm now that dude, too. So this is also about the development at this point of, people
0: on their team and, and I feel you on that but if that happens in the reality is and they pick the wrong first round <laughs> they pick a first round to where there's no yeah. questions no questions this is the deal um you know there, there's some other new news and everybody was wondering what the Clippers were going to do you know all uh, of their all of their stars uh were oh, the yeah, to extensions yeah we're talking about all the cloppers but you know what let me tell you something if they if, if they see you if they see you out here and you got the your NBA at the bar shirt on at the game, they might jump you. Because yeah. let me tell you something you're disrespecting a team that is obviously playing, I and do. obviously James Harden was that missing piece, was that missing link to the team. But uh, getting back to what we want to talk about, Kawhi signed his deal. Yeah. And, and we're, we're just real quick, what's interesting about that is Kawhi sat over here and he managed to play all but for two or three games. <laughs> until that deal is signed. It's going to be interesting to see how he finishes the season. Oh, yeah. And if he finishes the season just as proficiently in terms of playing and, and just as committed to playing mm-hmm. as he was prior to well, the deal. Well, you know what?
1: Load management McGee, <laughs> a.k.a. Kawhi Leonard, you know what? he He's played at a high level for about two months now. And the Clippers look good. They look like the sexy pick. You yes. know, if I'm if I'm a betting man, I'm, I'm 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 feeling real good about them. Okay, they they look real good. And only thing that he really did, and I say the owner decided at this point because of the way they look in this season and where they are placed currently. I think they're what fourth fourth. I think, I think they're fourth they're fourth, or fourth uh, mm. challenging third. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Clippers are going to be, or I should say, Kawhi Leonard is going to be in the new arena. And so what the the owner ultimately just said was, we have a legitimate chance to win the championship this year, and now I'm going to reward my my rock-bottom best player by giving him this extension, and now I might work on Paul George too, but I'm going to do that in an incentivized way because I think that they have a, if I'm the owner, I have a legitimate thought that we could win the championship. And what would Ballmer want more than anything was to say, we won the NBA championship in the Lakers arena, and then guess what, folks? We're going to Intuit Dome. Now, now, it's funny
0: that you say that. I I actually think that he would want to win that first championship for the Clippers in the Intuit Dome. He didn't spend enough money. We better win it in this bad boy and not win it where we're paying rent at, yeah. um, and, and I do believe that he's going to resign all four of the big
1: four. I do I, I don't. I, don't I, I agree. Money to. I, I agree because because he it's not about money with him. It's just about uh, he just wants to win. He just wants to do something special. Correct.
0: No, but the cap is you can pay the luxury tax, and he's all right with that yeah, if, it, it, if it leads to wins. If they get to the conference, uh, the conference finals. Uh, this year, knowing that, you know, he's just one little piece away, maybe two, mm-hmm. from sitting over here and winning the championship next year in their first year in the Dome. I think the NBA would like that too because that place is so unbelievable to sit over here and have extended games mm-hmm. where everybody is focusing in and having a chance to see this beautiful new age arena that mm-hmm. all arenas are going to be transitioned to. I think that w- 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 what you have is Balmer leading the NBA, from an owner
1: standpoint, in terms of what the future of the NBA yes. is going to be. The only thing that I will say to you is, is, I just disagree about the timing. I think that what would be the ultimate is to win the championship this season and then go into a new arena with the defending championship team. Can you imagine? Well, that how, makes financial sense because when yeah. you win, you have
0: everybody excited. Oh, everybody's my camp God. clamoring
1: for the, the for those season it would be saying. it would be let's say it uh, i've used this analogy a couple times from because i love this movie from the 90s the space balls but it would be ludicrous it would be ludicrous speed the the, the amount Spaceballs of joy was in the 90s uh or or maybe late 80s. 80s it may be late 80s but early 90s i think it was in the early 90s but whatever Go ahead and you know Spaceballs. That, Space was, that was a
0: tricky movie that you love. Okay, I can see
1: you loving that movie too. Yes. You know what I love about that movie is is when they come up with the black pick in the in the in the desert and they say, We ain't found shit. <laughs> that line right there was like, Oh my god, it was Hey only our OG audience is gonna go know yeah. about that scene, but yeah. I'll tell you. But but nevertheless, I just think that the Clippers are primed they have they have let's say ironclad six Mm -hmm. right they got six guys in their rotation that can play at a high level Mm -hmm. and the only thing that is going to affect them is injury and they know it so it's really about what are we going to produce this year why don't we just say we're going to guarantee for our fan base that Kawhi is going to be here. We're not going to dangle him out. We're not going to do it. I think Kawhi said, and said, "Pay me." Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think he
0: left it out there. I think you know Kawhi does things quietly, sneakily. Yeah, because he's the not scenes. a
1: he's not a vocal guy. No, but that's just why he has the nickname of cyborg because he literally comes in like the Terminator and just like. Ar-er-er-er. I'm going to just drop 30 in uh, two steals and six assists and I and there it is and he does that when he's healthy when his knee is good Mm -hmm. he does that every time Mm -hmm. I, I, I
0: don't think I don't think this is a team though that can be what we see happening now The 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 manifestation of what this team is becoming what we're seeing unfold right in front of our eyes. I don't think it can be replicated without this big four, mm. and so with the owner having almost endless pockets, I think he has the wherewithal to know that this big four, how they're playing yeah, now, it, it, has true. to go
1: over into the into yeah. it. Uh, it's arena. a smart move.
0: It's a smart move, and, 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 and when you financially can afford a charge,
1: of course. And you know what? And you you also hear rumblings through the the you know through the the, the media outlets. That they're also trying to do the same thing with Paul George. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. guess what? Then maybe we do Paul George, and then maybe we do um we um, do hard in, in, in the off season. Or in the
0: offseason, right. Yeah. And then uh um um what's it called? Westbrook. Westbrook is easy. And, 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 I think mean, that's an easy deal. I think mean, yeah. he knows where he is at this stage
1: of his career. Yeah, but and and, and, he, and they wants a championship and he wants a win. Yes. And, and, you know, this is what they're, they're actually tailor-made to be the team to challenge Denver. So mm-hmm. as, as a Laker fan, I mm-hmm. really want the Lakers to be the team that challenges Denver. But the, the, the truth of the matter is, the team that's really going to challenge Denver is the Clippers. Right. Period. So that's the team that's going to be like, look, Luke uh, Jokic. You're you you do not have this locked up. You're going to have to still grapple with us.
0: Well, it, it's funny you bring up Denver. My, my challenge with Denver is is that was a great team. Great team. They remind me of the Houston Rockets back in the day mm. that had a great team, um, shot out and won at once. They were always competitive, but mm-hmm. this was never going to be a dynasty. Mm-hmm. I don't look at Denver as a dynasty. I think uh, I, I think we have um, Minnesota. Uh, with with Ant Man, that could be possibly the most athletic player in, in the NBA in terms of the thing, the most um, exciting player in the NBA outside mm-hmm. of Ja. Um, I think how that team is put together, I think they can do some good things. I think that they're a year away, though, uh, simply because um, they're all coming into their own. It's not like they've arrived, they're arriving now in this season. Right. Um, but, but, but. But you also have OKC, which is this young bridal. They don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. And so this is a team that's just stacked with talent. It was a true rebuild that um, has been rebuilt um, at one of the finest levels of a rebuild that's ever been done. And I just think that they can just go out there and just play because they don't even know what they don't know yet. Yeah. Um, but I think the Clippers have the uh, seasoning, the 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 yeah, the, a the veteran later t- squad, squad. Yes. and I believe that I agree. You know what? It, 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 I think this ownership isn't silly in saying, "Hey, let's not rest on these laurels. We see mm-hmm. we got some cooking. Let's see what we can add one more individual." for this year, to, just to kind of get us to that conference championship, if not get us to that NBA championship, and and, and maybe uh, try to compete against the Celtics. But I think there might be one more move in there, but there's definitely another move or two uh, going into next season as they go into that new
1: arena. You know, those, what's interesting about Denver is they remind me a lot of what the Lakers were with Kobe and Shaq. They are a team that they're basically, they have a rock solid, uh, solid. They do what they do good five. well. Yes. Right, like
0: what they do, they do good.
1: Their they're, they're starting five is essentially uh, without weakness. So then the question then becomes, in a seven game series, are you any team? Do you have enough to beat that starting five and going
0: to your point the Clippers do because you have Westbrook coming off the bench and then you can break up that other three to play with Westbrook to still have a formidable second team yes
1: and then, and that's it, that's really what it is is it ultimately all these coaches they know each other they play each other in 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 spurts mm-hmm. and it's like but if I got to lock in and I gotta as they say do my scouting reports mm-hmm. on what you do well mm-hmm. and take it away You know what they have? The Denver has Contavious Caldwell Pope. Mm They they've got uh you know their their power forward. They've got their small four. They're just Murray is uh he's not Kobe, but he he has a fire and desire with him. At your he got some Kobe characteristics. Yes, Kobe. Yes, he's Kobe light, Mm -hmm. but he's Kobe like. Mm And he is a guy who can, who's already proven that he can rise to the occasion. Mm -hmm. So they, they, they're a team that is tried and true and proven. They just won the ring last year. So then you have to understand that they're going to come into any series, Mm -hmm. very confident and calm and will find a way. Do you have enough talent to supersede that? And that's what the rest of the league has to deal with. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, It's interesting. It creates great theater. The Clippers are of all of the others. I I hate to dismiss Minnesota, but Minnesota feels very much like a team that is just winning the regular season. They don't necessarily scare me.
0: I feel you, but I think that's partly to do with you having seen AE, Aka Ant Man, yeah, up close and personal for seven games. No, and right. I, and 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 what right. this playoff, uh, this year's playoffs is going to do is either you're going to see this man sit over he's here gonna and kind of or, or you're going to see this man go to the next level. Yep. There's nothing in between. There is nothing. E- in either he's going to be, either he's going to propel this team to the to the championship. Or they're gonna flame out in the first round. Yes. Kind of just like how uh, Memphis did last year. Yeah. 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 It's not. It's not gonna be anything in between. You're right. And so I'm excited about it. Um, but I want to talk about something that's kind of um. It did not resonate with me. It 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 lowered my uh, natural vibration
1: and, and, and Ooh, heres natural where, vibration that sounds real <laughs> fancy <laughs> and, and here's
0: where the reality is when people do great things mm. i think they need to be acknowledged i think they need to be celebrated i think they need to be appreciated and um uh sometimes when you do great things sometimes you got to make hard choices mm. sometimes you got to do things that not everybody uh, understands or realizes exactly what you're doing um, but nonetheless, the choices that they've made, the 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 results that they've produced, have been phenomenal. Okay, and we have to respect that. That's what I do. I do the tease. I, I, I play with it a little bit. So here's what the deal is. <laughs> I think it was last night or the night before last. Um... The Chicago Bulls had a ceremony for their greatest players. Mm. call Luke. Lonely took the long flight all the way out from Australia to be there. You know, most of the Chicago great were there. I don't think Pippen was there, and I don't think uh, Jordan was there. Um, okay, but but the but but most of the greats from from their heyday were, were there, and they were honoring them in front of everybody. And um, if you're honoring that that
1: that. That unit um, of the Bulls, you're unit, talking about that that era. That
0: can't you can't honor the players without talking about the general manager who put Kraus, them together, who put it all together. And now, mind you, uh, was Kraus um, anybody's favorite? Probably not. Not the people that the, in that organization, not the fans, not the people on the peripheral like us. Mm. But but anybody that is a basketball if. Um, aficionado, aficionado yeah. understands that 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 their respect has to be recognized and when he was recognized at that event with his wife in the wheelchair you know getting to oh, the end yeah. of her so life this
1: is like heartstring stuff right now
0: and then they booed her they mm. booed him they or didn't boo they her. her they booed, they booed him. him but you know she took it so personally she took it so harshly and to watch that, I felt bad, and you know, you know, I don't want to, you know, be like, you know, every other square. You felt for her,
1: is what you're telling me. I,
0: I felt for her, and I just think we have to do better as fans. Now you know
1: what I'm saying. You know what's, band, you we know what's we, interesting we about talk her.
0: shit if he if she wasn't there, but with her being there, we have to have some type of
1: the understanding. thing is see now you over here is saying it as though um we have to be concerned with what is uh let's say politically correct and or dare i say um honorable no 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 if, if we're in the
0: game if we're in the game then we know what we signed up for she wasn't in the game. She well, just here. she's just here in a wheelchair getting the award for the cat. Well, so she didn't sign up to sit over here and deal with that. But if he was still alive, he would have sat over here and smiled and said, "But I still did the damn thing." Well, the, she's here, the so and beat up with it.
1: as the wife. You have to realize is that your husband is revered and hated all and of hated all at the same time. And the bottom line is, you shouldn't take it personally even though you personally love that man, mm-hmm. God bless you, and, mm-hmm. and thank God that you were in his life, mm-hmm. but guess what? <laughs> that man is hated a lot in Chicago because he he built the castle, and he was the person who also destroyed the castle. And by the castle, I mean, literally, he built the did, greatest did team. Did you ever
0: play with Legos when you were young? I did. Of course. And I was a, I I didn't follow the instructions like you know uh, our man from uh Indiana Pacers who sits over and builds all these things and follows the instructions. I built my own shit, mm. and so I built big giant castles. I built and big you giant and a, yeah, and, and,
1: and a million other children. Right, a okay.
0: but here's the twist: is if I built it. I can tear the up.
1: Well, guess what? But, but let you, me tell you
0: something. If if you came over the house and I built the big old ship this long or a house this big and you tore it up you would have been fighting. Okay. Because you don't have the right to build, uh, to
1: tear it up. He built it. Here's here's the th- here's a thing that I think that is being lost with his wife getting upset about it. He, his ego, and there was a lot of egos in that Bulls uh, dynasty, mm-hmm. um, his ego propelled him to build what is in many in the, let's say the basketball annals, mm-hmm. as one of the best teams to ever be constructed, mm-hmm. especially the one that had Dennis Rodman in it, mm-hmm. right? Which was kind which of like the were, last dance. Which was
0: phenomenal that he had the wherewithal to go get Dennis with of all course, that baggage. Of course.
1: So, however, when it came to the the moment of truth and he got in the crosshairs with Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan, so the reason why that team got dismantled was because he did not align himself to his head coach and his star player, and Uh, they got dismantled. You're unequivocally right. So, uh, it's, it's... It's not shocking. She should not be in any shock and awe. Look, you took a team that won the championship the very year that you decided to get in your crosshairs about it. You brought Kukoc in. You brought Rodman in. Yeah, you brought all these guys in to to you know essentially uh, be uh, let's say bridges to Mm -hmm. whatever new level that you wanted to take the team to, Mm -hmm. and you won. At the highest level, and guess what? That city of Chicago said we won the championship, and then we have not won the championship since. And that's why you have to appreciate and respect the game that he did. No, because they haven't done it. No, what you have to understand is that fans are like laymen, or, or no, they're rabid dogs. They, you need to feed them. You need to feed them like they're starving individuals. So. The minute that they were successful and successful at the highest level, and then you dismantled the team, and then Michael Jordan retired, it was like, "How dare you!" Is and it fair that's to say that's what part of the game? Of course,
0: it's fair. So, if it's part of the game, do we not? Can we not
1: like boo the widow? Well, this is the this is the fair is where they judge pigs, okay? <laughs> what I'm going to tell you is is that it is not fair because her husband did a good job, but be, please believe that her ass is unfortunately dealing with the venom of her husband dismantling a dynasty, a dismantling Camelot. It's just. Okay. It, hey, it's just a reality. Here, here's our deal is send I can't feel your, send, bad. For send
0: your angry comments to this cat because <laughs> I don't got nothing to do with that. I thought that was out of control. Disrespectful. I know that's very I, that's I, very I, I, I think the you. people of Chicago can do a little bit better than that. But, but, but G-Money
1: sits over here and says hey, all is fair. Hey, it's all good. No, look and you know what? And it ain't about her. She has to realize this one simple point: it is not about you, boo. You were not in the GN <laughs> room. You were. You That's should true. not be upset. So, no, so don't boo me. Well, she's booing her husband's name, and guess what? You you took his last name. So if you're going to feel bad about it, I'm sorry. But yeah, you know, she
0: got that money too, so yeah, it's all there right. There you go. <laughs> there you
1: go. Come so, on now. But, but let me ask you. Let me ask you about this.
0: You know, um, NBA season is so long. Mm. It's 82 games. And the one thing that I've seen throughout my entire life, throughout 40-plus years of following basketball, is surges. Mm. And the surges in the NBA season have always been fascinating to me. And so, you know, We have two teams, one in the east, one in the west, that are in the midst of a big surge. We've talked about the Clippers surging Mm -hmm. and getting to where they're at now. We talked about that a few weeks ago. Well, we have a couple of new teams surging, and it's so funny, it's like, What we saw with the Clippers is they surge and they're maintaining where they surge to. Yeah. But many times teams surge and then fall off. We've talked about that several times. Based on their schedule. Based based on the schedule, just based off of where they are, based off of health. Injuries. Yeah. And so there are two teams that are surging. The Cavaliers, who have been decent in the last couple of years, have in in the last week or so have come together and stood over here and found their sure. Footedness, mm-hmm. and, and and they are springboarding off of that, and now have surged. I think they've won four or five in a row. Yeah, and, and now have propelled themselves into the top six. I think yeah. they're they, they might be fifth, if I know fifth or six. Yeah, look as you doing your homework. Yeah, I, I love do my it. homework. You, you know, know what? The, 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 the obviously I don't watch them very often, but yeah.
1: Well, the only thing that I would say is the beautiful thing is um because we have, let's say. Uh, akron ohio cleveland roots yeah, uh, we understand the fanaticism that comes with the love associated with cl- the mm-hmm. cleveland cavaliers mm-hmm. it, it is at an absurd level mm-hmm. the only thing that will be trumped by that is the cleveland browns who just got <laughs> booed in the nfl playoffs. they did molly why yeah but but other than that i would say cleveland loves their sales and cavaliers and mm-hmm. so you know what? What we're seeing is is that Spider came back,
0: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: and he decided. It's amazing that, how that happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, he decided, and they. they I, I got to give a lot of credit to their general manager because he's just basically put a lot of good players in position at, at, to, to to succeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just they're just rock solid. So. The minute that Spider came back, it was like, of course, you guys are going to jump up to whatever right. seed that you're on right now because you guys are a good team, but you, you've just traditionally been the bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're always going to be a playoff contender. And it's like, when will they pierce through? They, they've had uh, some bad luck with injuries, but when Spider came back, it was Outside like, of
0: Spider, who's a superstar on that team? Ooh,
1: uh their point guard, I can't think of his name right now. So but he's not a superstar. No, 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 no. He's uh, good. He he's they don't okay, so the truth of the matter is they don't have another superstar other than Spider. And so but, my, my
0: point is, is that's what's encouraging about a team like that. When you can have surges like this in the middle of the season, when you can sit over here and position yourself to be a legitimate playoff team, which they have been in the previous couple of years, yeah. which I which I believe they're positioning themselves to be at now. Now the Spiders back, and I think they will be in the future. And and you know they have Ibani mm. in the G League right now. Mm. Who is it? But that dude, he's, he's that dude. But if you ain't seen dude what he's doing, if you have not seen what he's been doing in the mm. G League, he's averaging out oh, like 28 points, just giving out bars. Like this team is positioned, mm. they, they it's just so hard to get a superstar to go to Cleveland. Yeah, of course, because so, it's Cleveland. You, you almost <laughs> right, and if it wasn't for LeBron being from Akron, that would never have happened. Yeah, so, right. so basically, you have to build this team either completely organically and get people on. Um, those rookie deals and you just have to get lucky to get the right individuals mm-hmm. on, on the rookie deals um, and develop them through the G league, develop them through the, you know, through the first couple of years of their initial contract, they kind of have a semblance of a deal, but to be able to sit over here and find a KD, you know, so, some, some real top flight talent to go there is mm-hmm. almost impossible. And, yeah. And they, that's they, where the they, they're the they're
1: is. similar to, let's say, if Milwaukee did not decide, to, or I should say, if Giannis didn't decide to, let's say, make roots, uh, if he if he wasn't from Milwaukee, France, they would
0: be done. If he was from Brooklyn, he yeah, would never yeah, yeah. stayed no, there.
1: I, I, I think he's Greek. Oh, well, uh, Greek, Giannis right? Yeah. Greek. Sorry, Greek. Yeah, yeah. But, right, but If but he wasn't from Europe,
0: if he wasn't from Europe, he wouldn't. Agreed. You know, like if he was American. He would be like, "I'm not staying here under no circumstances." Right. The right, they the, need to go get a European grade. Well, there's here's a, a, here's a European grade out
1: European, there. Here's it. Here's what I would say about the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers just have a team of good players. You can honestly, let's say, look at their lineup and say that they probably go at minimum ten deep to where you're like, "I like." Every mm-hmm, player mm-hmm. on their team. Every
0: player is rock solid. Every,
1: every player is rock solid. Mm-hmm. It's just the 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 fact is: one, they play in the East; two, they play in boring Cleveland. Who cares about Cleveland? Mm-hmm. But then the third part of it is: is they're they're in the playoffs every year. It's just, are they going to burst through? Because well, they don't. And they they always, can't
0: without that monster.
1: No, and, they and only that monster got to
0: come from year. That's just no. Think of it:
1: they are Denver.
0: They're dimmer without without Jokic. Okay, but see, you understand how but, you need you need to find somebody that the, that nobody else is on yeah. to become great to break
1: through. And you know because what? they've done everything else right. You know what? Um, I I'm with you with because because I think is it is it Mobley that is their power forward mm-hmm. who he's injured right now. Mm-hmm. I think he's that uh, yes. I, I think yeah. that that's the guy. Yeah. Um, the thing about uh, Cleveland is look there is no other like superstar other than spider on that team but the problem with spider is he might be six two they might list him at six three but he's like six two so he's really like a a smallish mm-hmm. shooting yeah. guard so it's kind of like Jalen Brunson for, but he Jalen Brunson plays the point guard, but it's like Jalen Brunson on the Knicks. Mm-hmm. It's like you're a, you're a, a dynamic, try-hard guy, mm-hmm. but when you run into the Celtics or the Sixers or Milwaukee, mm-hmm. it's like you are at a mismatch, a disadvantage. If I got too many guys over here that can smack your thing away. And at the end so of the day, do you do you're not good enough. What do you do? You, you, if there's value there,
0: trade them for what you need. And yes, trade them for what you
1: need. The, the, the because the rest of the team is great. The rest yeah. of the team is
0: not great. The rest of the team is rock
1: solid. Yes, they're So they're if rock that's solid. not
0: the player, if that missing link is not the one to get you there, trade them. Get somebody else, and then find an additional player. Now,
1: now, see, and then this to me, I feel like we're giving away. Uh, somebody needs to hire us because, yes, I agree with you, but at the same time, the the problem that they are running into is just this: they are consistently going to be in the playoffs. So, at play, when you're in the playoffs, you always have a puncher's chance. And they understand that Spider no, no. gives them a no. country's chance. No. You, need you need to get it. on Instagram. No, I agree with you. The, the, I think that most GMs think about it in this context. They look at when Allen Iverson, who's all of 6'1". Despite of Allen Iverson. And he just basically had uh, a formidable Is defensive. Spider
0: Allen Iverson.
1: Allen Iverson was better. How much better? A little bit better. Marginally than- better. What? Mar- no, hey, no, 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 Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't say it. I didn't say no, it. I didn't say no, it. I didn't the, say it. It was a the we're Do talking not about write me. The 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 reason why I say that is, but that marginal better was a difference and it was the the league was different. But the thing about it is, is I think GMs get fall in love with the idea of the Iverson formula. Because what they essentially decided to do was, hey, we're going to just have a completely defensive-oriented team, and then we're going to have a dynamic guy who can do everything. Is Spider Hall of Famer? It remains to be seen. I, I think that he has the potential to be, and is he on an arc to be a Hall of Famer? Absolutely. If he's not in Cleveland, put
0: him with the Lakers.
1: Oh well yeah, yeah. But see And then train. Hall of Fame goes with winning. So Hall of Fame goes with multiple conference uh conference appearances and finals appearances. So what was a Utah John Stockton's in the Hall of Fame in? And but John Stockton went to the finals how many times? But no, 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 no. No, he went to the finals, I think, three times. He Please fa- stop. He, Please stop. He, Please stop. he he Please he, he, he faced stop. the the no. Bulls twice. And he went through the magic era to where he was in the Western Conference Finals at least How many five or win? six times. But he l- ran he into Magic there. Johnson. Oh, that's that's magic. That's a, it, listen, the the thing about John Stockton is John Stockton was the quintessential point guard, and everybody and in the world. And he's special. League,
0: he's a legitimate he was, he with or without special.
1: with or without titles, he was going to Hall of Fame. Yes. Spider ain't that. No, he's not that. However, the thing is, he's so young that he has not, let's say, his his story has not been written yet. That's fair enough. Now, here's what Twist says: We have talked about a little John Stockton. Who do he play for?
0: Utah. You know who's sitting over here getting a yeah. cracker? Utah Jazz over here on a five. Look at you in this segment. <laughs> look at you getting fancy. Sit I sitting over here and get a cracker. Five big streak. Hey, Utah, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm i not a believer. Right now, take a picture. I'm not a believer. But the proof is in the pudding. Mm. Substance is in the numbers. At the end of the day, is the five game win streak. I don't know where this goes by All Star Weekend because that's always my barometer. Yeah. Where are and teams at by All Star Weekend to she give me a, 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 a semblance, an idea? of where we're going to be at, what's the jockeying position going into the second half of the year. But I will tell you this, in this league, in this long of a season, especially at this time where people begin to lose focus and they are gaining focus, Mm -hmm. what do you believe is the Jazz's – um,
1: what what the final outcome of them? no
0: not the final outcome but just what what's their secret sauce that they're using or what have they done are they just on a quick hot streak where the the, the schedule will allow them to go on this run or is this something real
1: is this something tangible you know it, it is tangible for for from this one perspective okay they they have let's say two good centers at in terms mm-hmm. of just guys who can pass and Mm -hmm. shoot. Mm -hmm. They have, uh, I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, I'm going to butcher the name, but they have essentially a a dynamic small forward who's Mm 6'9". And then uh, Fantasio, who has been like a surprise. Fantasio
0: White, that was...
1: Uh, I was like I, they I, pulled I they pull Fontesio
0: straight out of his behind. Yeah. Straight
1: out there behind and like boot. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's he's another, let's say, big but you see that European that guy. people
0: don't be be sleeping on that that that, that, that these teams at the top can find to sit over and greatly improve their team. Utah right. found that last year, yeah.
1: Right. So so what we're talking about is similar to what we just said about Cleveland, right? It, they, at the end of the day they have probably like eight or nine guys that are deep mm-hmm. that can play meaningful minutes and that can score and playmate mm-hmm. and when you have a team that can do both things you are dynamic so when you go through the regular season oh my god guess what we, we can win Two out of our three games, and then we go on this cadence, and then guess what happens? We might win four in a row. Right now, they are in the playing tournament. And so, the where do you
0: see out. them a, a month from now, thirty days from now? We're, we're right mm. there, right about the you know a couple days before the 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 the, 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 the All Star break. Where do you see this team? Is I, this team that's going? this team really fighting for a playoff for a playoff berth or? Or is it a little smoke and mirrors and they just got excited and they're going to sit over and shoot their wad and be back? No, to I, the, I
1: think I think those. that um, the only thing that will change the dynamic is a trade in the West, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I, I hope the, that the Lakers can do. But if the Lakers do nothing and they stand pat, I think that they are going to be the team that is going to be that eight or nine seed. I think the Utah Jazz, uh, barring injury, will be the eight or nine seed, and then you're talking about essentially, uh, you know, everybody else who's kind of on the back end, and the Lakers are on the cl- included mm-hmm. in that back end, mm-hmm. are going to be fighting for that tenth seed. Mm-hmm. Now, we're all I would say the interesting thing about the West is anywhere from let's say seven to 12 there's the there's a difference of a game game and a half
0: all right between yeah. all without a with so there's a whole lot of um, there's a whole, shaking whole lot up of and, and again especially at this time when it's kind of a log jam it's all about for me when we get to that midway point and who is surging who is ascending the, and the, who the is youth. stagnant yes and who is descending yes we have to make those judgments i can't wait for that show because then we'll have a much, not a crystal clear, but we have, we'll have a much clearer um, um, idea of, of where these things but, are but going at, and with, where they're with, at. Uh,
1: absolutely. But with respect to the Utah Jazz, I expect the Utah Jazz to be firmly in like a, a nine or eight seed. Really so mean, you
0: feel confident with them? I mean, for me,
1: I think Clarkson. I think
0: that's their their ceiling. Yes. And then the thing is, is that what you're telling me is you feel confident that that's their yes, ceiling. Yes,
1: because I uh, I I like their their overall just team, mm-hmm. and I think that uh, Clarkson is going to be the the six man difference maker for them. Okay. The only thing that impacts them is injury. So mm-hmm. when they get injured, they lose. Mm-hmm in any one position so there's a little fragility there Mm -hmm. but look they have like i said about eight or nine guys who can perform at a high level want me to uh reconfigure what it is that i'm saying look when i say high level level. when i say high level i mean we're not talking about these guys are going to be world beaters but what i'm saying is can you give me 10 points maybe 10 rebounds and can yes, you and, and Yes, yes, but that's important like there's there's value yeah. to that so right. as I feel you on that but it's like we
0: talk about SGA performing at a high level when you compare these individuals oh, right. to that, it's like uh, ooh, well, you, had me, you had me, I'm tied to you you had me looking like a
1: stone cold okay. you know well, what I'm saying by humbug. Okay. <laughs> I, am, I, I, I hear you so fine not a high level I, a a bit, level. I just want to be a little bit. I
0: just want to be a little bit more critical with how we talk right. about these individuals, because you know, how the NBA, gets and it is kind of blurred, and mm-hmm. you are kind of spilling this. He got a hole in his lip. Okay, fine. So you understand what I'm saying? So I do. Just you. you understand what I'm saying? I do. And so, and so that that's the only thing is I, I I want there to be a differentiation. I don't believe I don't want people to believe that you don't know what you're talking about because I know you do. I know how you cover this game. And I don't want people to believe I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm co signing what you're talking, you're crazy talk, talking about individuals or playing at a high level. You know, you know what
1: you what you know what's interesting is when I say high level, I think about it in this context. Everybody who has made it to the NBA is a good player. So what we're talking about is that when we talk about all the players in the entire world, you know, these guys are that that little cluster of three hundred plus, right? So how
0: do we get the upper echelon? What's the differentiation? Super so, duper phenomenal,
1: like yeah, I, I, I understand. <laughs> so but but so when we talk about stars, right? So right. there's there's stars and superstars. So stars and superstars basically are the guys who perform at that. 20 point 20 point plus and and something else level every year can we go superstars or every or at game? Th-
0: can we go superstars at the 30. yeah stars are at the 20. yeah and good players are at 15 to 20. yes and, every, and everybody else and everybody else is a uh a every, 10, is 10, is to 15, no, 10
1: to 15 is rock solid um uh solid player yes so, so I, I agree fundamentally. So when I say uh, somebody playing at a high level I think that they, I'm just giving a little bit of respect to the league overall but you're right. Allow me to give you some parameters. Yeah, yeah. so we need parameters, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. You're giving me a, a little bumper like right the circle.
0: <laughs> but, but, but here's what's this, you know it, we, we've talked about the Cavs, we talked about the Jazz. What what we would love to talk about on on this show, and between you and I, is is not the periphery of good players.
1: Mm-hmm. We,
0: what we really thrive at it and dig into and 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 truly get goosebumps with, is the MVP mm-hmm. the individuals that have the opportunity that's to get to be the very best in the league. That's because that's where our attention lies. You know, like really dials in and focuses in on. And so, what I've seen over the past, say, you know, ten days or so, is there are two people that are kind of separating themselves? And mm-hmm. you tell me if if you agree. You know, I look at Embiid. That is that is again now leading the league in scoring, and I look at Luca. Oh, in terms, is, the in terms of MVP, in terms I, I of MVP, I agree. Three, and we talked about Luca before, but you know, I've been a long-standing luca hater not because luca couldn't play but just because i was a fan of the lakers and luca was giving us the business Mm -hmm. in the previous years so you know now with that i have to be um kind of um agnostic and just kind of um take my fandom out of it Mm -hmm. i've learned i've come to find myself to really appreciate what Luca does day in and day out, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, statistically, in in three of the six leading statistical categories, Luca's in the top five. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, let me tell you something. And if it wasn't for me really right diving
1: there. into this, and, and, and you already heard me say that, that's my that's low key. I said low key, but I guess I can't say low that, key. No, I
0: heard that before, we've had that's, many that's, of that's arguments, and now I,
1: you know, Luca, it Luca pains me. Boy.
0: But I have to um,
1: acknowledge, acknowledge him,
0: right? appreciate, and respect the fact that Luke what you're saying, Luke is the, the deal, and these two individuals, in my opinion, are jockeying for MVP. So at this point now, they were 40% through through the season. Um, if you were to pick one of the two players, Embiid mm. or Luka, who would you be picking as league MVP?
1: I would still pick Embiid because of the team's record. So look mm-hmm. at the end of the day uh, they are number 2 i think right now but the, and they could vacillate between 2 or 3 depending but when the absence of Harden he still has his team as the number 2 team mm-hmm. in the freaking Eastern Conference so and he's leading the league in in, in scoring and He's what top top five at least, maybe top three in rebounds. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid is, is that playing, dude. Is playing like like, like he's
0: playing on, on a level of gangster that I that no I don't think any of us really saw him um with this level of um consistency. You're talking about now we're talking about we're going into 110, 120 games yeah. of him playing at a a super high level when before we were talking about he was going on 30, 40-game spurts Mm -hmm. of him playing at at such a high level. Now we're looking at, you know, well over 100 games of him playing consistently at a high level. And and you know what? I can't um, hate on that. I can't dismiss that. Um, But I will tell you this. The type of – um, up and downness that that, that having to perform. I think um, with Kyrie being out, mm-hmm. he had to perform at such a high level. Um, but uh, but we've seen him maintain that high level when Kyrie is, uh, Kyrie has come back. And, and so when you look at it, I I think Luca um, is the narrative champion. Okay, I think everybody has been everybody has been wanting him. To have this type of season, to finally be recognized league-wide that um, they never um, have recognized him. Now you talk about, yeah. yeah you talk about uh, the record. I think the he they were, he was up there with a the record when Kyrie was healthy. Kyrie mm-hmm. took a significant leave of absence because of health injuries. Um, but I believe with Kyrie back and them getting acclimated, mm-hmm. let's wait and see before we before I'm willing to really make a choice. Let's wait and see where they're at after they play another 30 days with both sure. of them together to see where he's at in terms of statistically.
1: Yeah, um, because, because Kyrie is doing stupid is. numbers right now Correct. also. But he's
0: yeah. been hurt the last couple of days, so that allowed Kyrie to shoot up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so look. The thing about Luca is, is very simple. This is the easy button for his career. He has always performed well in the regular season. He's put up stupid numbers before. This is not new to anyone. The thing that he now needs to do is he needs to um, essentially advance in, but it seems
0: like he cares it seems like oh, oh, you know these European players don't really care about the 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 extras, it, the, the, the 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 awards, the how far we go in the playoffs. It seems like they are a little bit aloof in that perspective. And, 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 but I do get a sense that he cares this year for whatever reason. I don't know why, but I just get a sense that he
1: cares now. And I don't disagree with that. I would just say that he should care it's kind of like what we said about the clippers look this is the year to where if luca is going to put his a luca stamp on the league this is the year to do it and it's it's just like with the nfl he there, there are certain teams and players that need to establish their greatness to be great and to get into the proverbial upper echelon of Hall of Fame and greatness and this is the year to where Luca has to do that also so what he does in the regular season I don't think he has to but I think
0: he's doing
1: no he's only only because he's young enough to where if he doesn't do it this year Nobody's gonna. Right. Sing. It's not like
0: it's not like his his career sinks. No. Or it's not
1: like he's on his last leg. Right. No. Right. But but if I'm him, I'm tired of being the bridesmaid when he has the ability. And and, and
0: part of the thing what I think he's tired of is everybody hoping and wishing on him mm-hmm. and him never doing it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what. And then the. All of the aftermath of him not doing it, I think he's tired of that. Yes, I and, agree. And, and so, you know, like like I said, Embiid, I'm not taking nothing from him. And if he, he wins it, like a, if he wins it, I'm Andy gonna Andy throw Andy. a party. If Luka wins it, I'm gonna sit over. It will be now. well I, deserved. I, I'm I, no know, not. I might not throw a party, but I'm gonna have a drink to him and say touche. Right. like I, uh, uh,
1: a respect yes hey, will will be established i i i'm surprised that i agree with both of your takeaways because i agree those hey, are the two guys hey, that's what you tend to do and you know what <laughs> 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 See, man, you're going to have me on the next episode. Well, I'm, 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 I'm about to just disagree with you. It's all right.
0: You don't got to disagree, brother. When we were lying, that's a good thing. That's uh, not a bad uh, thing. Don't try to put me together now. Give me a warm and cozy cloak. <laughs> the, the last deal was that, yeah. you know, You know. we've had an opportunity to talk about uh, East Coast versus West
1: Coast yeah yeah, we and, touched and, on and, it and, yeah. and, and right
0: the East Coast Division versus the West Coast Division and, and for for a long time in our lives you know we, we've actually seen uh, many swings we've seen East Coast conference swings where the East Coast was dominant. We talk about the Bad Boys. Mm. We talk about the Chicago Bulls. The we talk about the Knicks that that had dominant but but gave up the booty. Um, we talk about the Cavaliers. I mean, we've seen East Coast. Mm. Um, I wouldn't even necessarily Basically say dominance, too. but just um, winning it all. Yeah. But I would say, moreover, more times than not, we've seen the West Coast be the dominant factor and it's almost kind of um in the past 10 years the, the 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 perception is that the west coast is always the dominant conference and the east coast is like the the, the that little might dothers. be our
1: slant but but the statistics back us up so look there are teams in the east coast that have Two, three, four, five game uh, uh, losing streaks to where there are two or three, four or five games below five hundred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I can point to the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know it's like there, there's a, some doldrum teams out like that are the 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 play-in that are, that the playing is play-in. The
0: play-in is different on the east it's than absurd. the west.
1: It's absurd. So, so when you just look at the generic canvas of the league, just blindly looking at the league, mm-hmm. I would say that the quality of teams are by far and away more in the West Coast. Because... Well, let's put some hardcore statistics to
0: it. The top eight teams are above 500. Are in the West Coast. In the West Coast. Top eight teams to on the East Coast are above.
1: I think the, the. No, they're
0: above 500. The twist is, is eight and, or excuse me, nine and ten
1: yeah. on the East Coast
0: are significantly below. Yeah, they're Where like are four or five games up below. But the nine and ten on the West are like so, 500 or just one game below. So, really, what we look at between the two conferences is one is extremely top heavy. The other one has more talent through, yes. through the deal. Now, all that matters is, is that it's going to be difficult to get to that championship. We're going to see yeah. greater, at this point, greater Correct. playoffs um, with the West. Yes. But that doesn't negate the fact that the, the concentration of talent at the top of the East um, is not formidable. Yeah. That is not that can, couldn't. Um, that does not have the ability to spank the West Coast um, team that comes out of the Western Conference into the final. Because at the end of the the day, it's it's still just one team. Because the Celtics are looking phenomenal. Minnesota is still, or excuse me, uh, Milwaukee. The Bucs are looking phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And obviously, Philly is looking phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So the top The East Coast is heavy, and you have young young teams below that. We saw what the trade with Ananobi did for the
1: Knicks. Yes.
0: And so my my whole twist is that the the trade deadline isn't done. So there's a lot that can be done in the East Mm. with a couple of those teams that are in the mix. Uh, Indiana. Imagine if they get a rock solid piece that can completely be the Rubik's cube, like
1: Mm. you know,
0: twist to unlock that that monster. You understand what I'm saying?
1: Yes, I do. It was interesting about them. I don't see Indiana doing, uh, let's say, a, a monumental deal. I just. I just don't. However, uh, because I think that they still want to see what their young guys are going to do. Indiana has said we we're we're active. We okay. think we got
0: some here, and we're not gonna break up our nucleus, but if we can ship off two or three plus a draft pick to sit over and get an additional monster to okay. to to mask the inefficiency that we currently have to make us competitive now, they're saying they're willing to do that. And, 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 and that's interesting, you know, because what they're building, and I, I think they're building something so special that you can't go slow, but I, I there's nothing um, more than I love than an aggressive uh,
1: leadership, ownership group mm-hmm. that wants to win now. And all I have to say is, it's all pie in the sky until they <laughs> actually pull the trigger. So, right now, nobody's pulling a trigger. They're all just talking about it, and they're all just saying. Well, they're all. Hey, they're all. Uh, we want they're to, all move. No, they're we all.
0: Right. Um, uh, they're all looking at the landscape mm. to make the move. Remember that there's a window of trade. Mm and we're coming close and in the next couple of weeks that 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 window's going to be closed and we're going to have an opportunity to discuss that but i think that these teams know where they're at i think they know, teams know who, it's funny about the nba you know who's special and who's not yeah and so the the teams that are special mm-hmm. that are either vying for the 4 5 6 or vying for the um the 9-10-11, like, either you're vying to get into the game
1: or you're Mm -hmm. vying
0: to sit over here and go to the next level. I think there's two different buckets in each each conference. And I think the Pacers are a team that knows what they have. It's like they feel, unlike the Lakers, they feel we got to the fucking finals Mm -hmm. of the in-season tournament because we got something special here. And it's like the Lakers sit over here and say, we only got to the end-season tournament because LeBron put us on, on their back. We're actually not no. so special. Here's That's it, what here, it kind of it, feels here. like and looks like.
1: Okay. So here's what I would say generally, right? All of these teams and all of these individualized players, including players that are on the Lakers roster, what they want to say is, is that I can't emotionally commit to you until after the trade deadline because after the trade deadline i don't want to put up any specialized ass numbers and commit and and do and shoot extra 300 shots a day if i know that i'm about to be uh in sacramento tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) right i don't want to do it so it's only after the trade deadline when everybody knows guess what I'm still on the team. <laughs> I'm still on the team. Oh. Then then you can see the real genuine dig in mm-hmm. for everybody. So I understand why D'Angelo Russell and anybody else, I understand why all of them are, not, let's say, not giving their best effort. However, it's, it's, it behooves their own, let's say, career to put up subpar performances so they need to think about it from the context of that don't put up subpar performances don't do that because whether or not you're staying on the team that you're on Mm -hmm. or you're going to somebody else people in positions of power want to understand what it is that I'm getting right and you are always being judged always know that Mm -hmm. you're being judged every time every single every single second Mm -hmm. so you need to understand that just because you have millions of dollars and you can buy yourself a million hamburgers does not mean that you're not being judged you are and also does it mean that you're not wimpy yeah from popeye
0: is there anything else in this NBA landscape in this week? You know, it was a quiet week. It was. But, but this is still a... a whole lot of moving parts. It's still a whole lot of things um, working. What, what I am excited of is as we get closer to the All-Star break, you know, there is going to be a lot of action. I think teams are going to be rushing to that, um, to that deadline in terms of uh, jockeying for position. Um, But this is this is when the NBA, um, uh, the the people that love the game, Mm -hmm. that love the 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 league, Mm -hmm. really dig in, dial in, and understand what's going on here. And I think that's that's what we're doing is we're sitting over here talking about stuff that's not necessarily normally, um, um, it's not the most exciting. But it is what's happening in this league as we formulate the plan
1: mm-hmm.
0: to get to the end of the season, and, and so th- I, this is this is exactly how the sausage is made. Yes, and this is what I love about the NBA is this time when the sausage is being made, and we can we can really vet that out in terms of uh, of these teams that are really going to play a significant role. At the end of the season. And so, um, super fired up and excited.
1: you know I, I, I am too. Uh, I would just say, look, there's a, there's a lot of guys on the chopping block.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As they are every year. And every year mm-hmm. this happens. Mm-hmm. If you really like the team that you're on, ball out. Step up. That's how get it done. Mm-hmm. Make it hard for them to trade you. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, you are just cattle, mm-hmm. cattle to 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 be traded. So the D'Angelo Russells of the world, mm-hmm. the the uh, Reeves of the world. Guess what, buddy? You need to. Ball out. You need to understand that your contract is on the line.
0: Yeah, without a doubt.
1: Without a doubt. And that's, and that's what's exciting.
0: That, that, that should be a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the only thing is the NFL is great at the NFL trading deadline and making the excitement about it, mm-hmm. which, which inevitably permeates into the players. I think the NBA needs to do a better job at sitting over here and understanding and, or pumping team. up this situation that, that sit over here and yeah, puts boop, the boop, ur- urgency on the players. Because you put the urgency on the players, they sit over and say, we got guaranteed contracts, I'm getting paid. Put that, in, put that outside urgency on it, which is really the fans and individuals like us that talk yeah. about it, um, to, to put them on blast.
1: You know. Yes, because I think that all of them are worthy of, let's say, consideration, and value that they they can provide. But it's it's it it just comes down to a simple thing: wins and losses. And one that I think I think that players lose sight of is that it's all about your team winning. It's all about your I, team I, winning, I but it's care. also
0: about what 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 did, what was your contribution?
1: Yes your contribution no doubt but your team has to win correct correct if if you want if you don't like the idea of people poking holes in your game Mm -hmm. then make sure your team wins if if it's really that simple Mm -hmm. if your team loses guess what's going to come with losing losing means there's going to be people who are going to criticize your because game. your play becomes a
0: catalyst of why they're losing
1: correct correct correct, correct.
0: Right. and and so with that being said you know i i got a i got a multi poo wrap it up that's out of here after the fool no, no, you he heard it
1: and i got to tinkle so <laughs> <laughs> Well look, man, I love I love them the fact that we could just sit here. And and, and, and and do our dizzle. Mm-hmm. diesel. And look, the NBA is great and, and I can't wait for the playoffs to come and we're gonna get into them even more. So church on the move. Church on the move. Truly church, without a doubt. Go and, ahead and do and, your
0: dizzle. And with all what what with with all y'all. If y'all enjoy and you see how much how much passion, how much we dig into this, I need you to like. I need you to subscribe. I need you to download.
1: We care about this damn we thing. We care about this thing and we care so about, like we care about this
0: thing and this thug life for all of y'all. So y'all can sit over here and have some mm-hmm. fun and have an alternative to the all, all of the Skip Bayless. You love to talk You're about Skip Bayless. Yeah, yeah, your, you, you love Steven to talk A's. about Skip. And if you if you want just how y'all think, how y'all mm-hmm. talk over a cocktail, tune in to us next week because guess what? This season is just getting interesting. Oh, yeah, we about to have some oh,
1: old ignorance shit. Yes. Watch out.
0: With that watch out,
1: <laughs> <Appreciate> <laughs>
0: Have a there good evening. Is. Appreciate y'all. Church on the moon.
1: Please believe it. <laughs>